All right, podcast listeners, back again already. I'm on a roll here in San Diego. Today, I'm with my old friend, Dave Persuay. Um, it looks like Pursue, but he says it Persuay. Get it right. <laughs> That's how it was given to me. It was ah, given to me as Persuay. That's tight. We'll yeah. get into that story, I'm sure. Um, but uh, let's just jump right into it, dude. Like, yeah. uh, where did you grow up? Grew up here in San Diego. Yeah. Lived the uh, suburban skate what, life. What BMX year were you born? Um, 72. Okay, I was born in 71. Yeah. So you grew up in uh, Southern California. I did. That's San cool. Diego the entire time. Yeah. What, did you, what were you into as a little kid? As a little kid, I was into um, Star Wars. <laughs> Me too. Football. Soccer, football, yeah. Um, my my friends were into football, so you were into football. so naturally I got into it. Yeah, so uh, we would play, you know, football on on the street or in the cul-de-sac. Yep, you know, and we sometimes you take tackles I guess we out did there too. and shit like that. Yeah, yeah, soccer. Yeah, we st- we spent a lot of time outside. Yeah, no, I did too, tons. Yeah, did your uh, parents kind of kick you out? Like if you were oh, in the house man. and just be like. Yo, it's nice outside. I don't want to see your face. Get out of here. It's funny. Go play. It's funny you say that because uh, there's, I mean, an early memory of mine was that I didn't want to leave my mother's side. Hmm. I felt safe there. Yeah. And she got sick of that and she sure. kicked me outside. Hmm. And I went from window to window like, fucking let me in. Oh my God. You know, yeah. I thought the bees were going to get me. Ah. I thought these, you know, like a sure. swarm of bees were going to kill me how old are you this memory i must have been four or five wow that's way back yeah that's cool yeah so yeah see there was just like this obvious real attachment to your mother yeah but, but also yeah. she was a parent and was like no you need to fucking need to go, go outside yeah. like i'm not gonna go ahead bang on the window put your cowboy boots you on fucking, and get the fuck out there you that's know? totally how my mother was <laughs> i remember like on saturdays especially it was like her day off finally yeah you know yeah. and we'd be there eating egg rolls and watching cartoons or some bullshit, you know, just like, what the fuck? It's like, get out of the house. This is my one day off to myself. I don't want to see your face. Get out of here. Go do something. Once I was outside, I, I, there was no bees. There were no bees attacking me. Uh, I made friends. That's cool. And we just scoured the golf courses and, uh, you know, just kind of rode our BMX bikes and skated all around and shit like that. I did the same. Yeah. I did the same. Suburban life. Suburban yeah. life for me. Sure. Growing Albuquerque up. was similar. I mean, I was in upstate New York until I was eight years old, mm-hmm. but it was the same. I was just riding bicycles and exploring in the woods and playing sports. Right. You know, little kid shit. Yeah. Did you draw right away? Yeah, I always drew. As I soon as you drew. could hold a pencil kind of thing? Yeah. And my yeah. grandmother knew, you know, that... I had the ability to draw. Like mm-hmm. Art had been running in my family for some generations by then. Tell me about it. Oh, well, um, one, one comes to mind. His name's Nicole Schottenstein. He was a uh, Lithuanian painter. and uh, Blood ancestor? Blood ancestor, yeah. And he had moved to America. He was poor, you know, like did the whole painting on butcher paper and all that. What years? Oh man, this must Any have idea? been like eighteen hundreds, early nineteen hundreds, early nineteen hundreds. Sure. And I uh, moved to America when you know, um, I mean, so much shit was happening in Europe with the Jews. 
Mm-hmm. So, you know, my ancestors were on the run. I see. They found themselves in America. And he it was discovered by... Uh, um, fuck, what's that guy's... Hearst. Mm. Yeah. Hearst. Yeah. So he had done a portrait of Hearst and that opened a lot of doors for him in America oh, as a painter. Like the Hearst mansion. The yeah. old rich guy in California. The old rich guy. Yeah. Hearst. William, I can't remember. William, William Hearst. Hearst. Yeah. Okay. So he did a portrait of him. That was yeah. kind of a, a famous accomplishment. Right. And then it's like, that, what the fuck are we going to be remembered and, by, right? And then he's uh, doing portrait of somebody. portraits. Of, yeah, exactly. So he moved Shit. into portrait. Exactly. But he came from still life, you know, yeah. like no, painting by candlelight. Yeah. So I had that as an advantage in my family because my grandmother was, I mean, she was an art lover. Mm. And so she saw that in me. And so she Fostered gave me, a, she gave me a book and gave me all this, all the supplies. Yeah. And I just sat down and I drew. Yeah. That's cool. Did you have opportunities to go to like museums and galleries and that kind of thing? She would take me. Yeah, that's what I figured. You know, it's like that that person that takes on that role. Yeah. Usually, that's it's like a whole thing. <coughs> My aunt Mary Ellen is kind of that way. <coughs> she would take me to Excuse laser me. shows and museums. Yeah. And, you know, things like that, culturally artistic. Yeah, I was know, real, real fairs. Yeah, I was real fortunate to have um, two wonderful amazing women raised me you know, mm. so i had them in my life they were, mm-hmm. they were there mm-hmm. so it's cool when you had my the- dad wasn't there yeah where was dad dad was out partying yeah oh yeah just kind of rambling kind of just dude. a rolling stone yeah kind of the guy totally was you know raised in the bronx hmm. and moved out here with my mom my mother was also from new york okay so a lot of my family is back east yep so we we're the first family of East Coasters to be born and raised here on the West Coast. Oh, okay. That's cool. Yeah. My parents ran from east, the East Coast because they didn't want to get bothered by it. Well, what it was is that my mom's family didn't really care for my father. It sure. It was kind of like, it was my, obvious. Same in my family. Yeah. Yeah. My Rebel bad boy. My mother's father really, really didn't like my dad <laughs> to the point where they had to elope. Yeah. And then, I'm not sure the timing, but, like, mom got pregnant with me, and then the family was kind of welcomed them back. It was like, okay, you guys are doing this right. for real. Right. You're really in love. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, did you take art classes in school then? No, I mostly drew at home. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's... You know, didn't um, feel so necessary to take it in as a class. No, you were just I wasn't kinda, taking it serious. I was the same way. I wanted to be. I a, did it all the time at home. Yeah, but I was I, like, ah, art class after middle school. Uh-huh. I had a terrible middle school art teacher, yeah. and that made me just like, Bleh, I don't want to deal with art class. Right. I wanted to play soccer. Oh, I played some soccer. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. So I spent a lot of my free time doing that. Yeah, which is good. Uh-huh. You're running constantly. I, and I remember not doing my math homework in second grade, and I was drawing all over it. It didn't interest me. Already in second grade doing shit like that. Yeah. I guess I was too. Well, I feel like that wasn't until third grade more for myself. Right. I just got into Dungeons and & Dragons and right. I wanted to draw yeah, all that wizardry. kind of stuff. You wanted to conjure. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, and I, I still like drawing that stuff. <laughs> You're still conjuring, Mike. Uh, yeah, no, no. I mean, it's awesome. starting it's with good to a, see. You know, a marker and a blank piece of paper, and you turn it into something. That's some conjuring. Yeah, for sure. That's some fucking magic. You know, that could get you killed back in the day during the, the what, the uh, Inquisition. <laughs> you know what I mean? The Dark Ages. Sure. Oh, he can draw good and put him on the, burn him. Yeah. He's a witch. <laughs> He's a fucking witch. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that was kind of my early life. It was pretty chill. It wasn't until yeah. later when, you know, there was, you know, a, we moved and my mom started dating and yeah. there was guys and, sure, you know. Fucking had to deal with that shit. So I turned sure. to music because I wasn't yeah. able to play soccer anymore. Oh, okay. And so I started to, you know, be inspired by early alternative music. What do you mean? Like bands? Like, like alternative? Like post-punk music. I mean, what the fuck does that mean? I know, everything's alternative, And what would it? be post-punk then? <laughs> That's the thing. What year are we talking? I know, it really depends on a, what scene what, you're what referring you to. Talking? If you're talking about, you know, the U.S. punk scene. Well, There's I'm just so saying, what, what year did it's you been, turn it's to classi- music? It's classifications. So, I, yeah, I guess the what, stuff I was listening 80s? to was like late 70s, early early 80s. Oh, my, okay. my brother was listening to like Visage and Roxy Music and Ultravox. Okay. Okay. You know, right. I have an older brother. Sure. And then my sister was listening. No, I just ask because, you know, yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of young people that are going to write down the names of these bands and be like, all right, what the fuck is he talking about? Oh, uh, yeah. I'm about to you drop know. some knowledge. No, I like, <laughs> I like dropping that kind of shit because yeah. I like that when I hear stuff in other podcasts when people will drop a list of their favorites and yeah. half of it's stuff I've never heard of. And I'll go look. Right. I'll go look. So, yeah. So, what, what were you listening to if that was what your the older homies were listening to? I think I well yeah I, I got into I was inspired too. by Adam Ant and Duran right. Duran okay and then I, you know just because I was geeking out on the look and what drove people to dress like this and yeah. wear makeup and, and were both of them British yeah I really love okay the British so the music. British scene I really I, I'm love particular that. to Human British League. electronic music uh-huh. of all the different yeah. styles yeah I feel like the way they do it in Britain kills yeah. They, yeah. they, they really right. do. You know, Human League, you know, the Manchester scene, stuff that was yeah. coming out of Manchester. Which influenced so many bands later on yeah. that are more, I think, bands that young people these days might know about. But Sure. Back then, yeah. a lot of people didn't really listen what to What were them. you dressing like? Oh, man, I would dress, I would look like, I would try to look like Morsi with Pompadour. A pompadour. Uh-huh. Wow. Would, yeah. When I had, can you imagine me? Well, with you that? draw hella characters with pompadours. Are you used to? Yeah, I have I still do. Books, yeah. black books that we did collabed on, and there was some pompadour some rock characters, pompadour some rocking, yeah. slugonauts era, maybe. Yeah, some, some slugonauts like stuff. Were you playing music back then? I or was. Were you just I was playing bass. I, you were already was, playing bass. No, I was listening, and then like '85 is when I got my first bass guitar. Oh, okay. And so I started playing. So like with late my junior high, records. yeah. You got yourself a bass. Yeah, but it was a gift from my father. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Do you remember what it was? What kind? I still have it. Oh, you still have oh, it. Oh, absolutely. That's fresh. I'll never let that go. I still have it's a, a thirty-eight Smith and Wesson that my dad gave me. <laughs> me you got a gun and he I got a bass. How to shoot? I don't know, with, with, Blood bass. Like yeah. Blood bass. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, so, wow. So, so yeah, it was a BC rich. In, it was like start... as red as red as this cup in front of you. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cherry, cherry red. 
Yeah, and you still have it. Yeah. Does it still sound okay? I haven't played it, but I was playing yeah. it with it live uh, when I was playing music with my brother, Peter. Okay. When did you, yeah, I mean, when did the bands Well, I played in high start? school. I, I played in high school bands. Yeah. You know, I played with Jason Hill from, um, he, he was doing Convoy, and then he did Louis XIV. Oh, okay. Yeah. I recognize those names. So he, yeah, we played together in high school. Okay. You know, and yeah. uh, but I got into graffiti. That was like 88, 87, uh, 88 okay. is when I discovered like graffiti sure. as a subject. Did that kind of take over your attention? Yeah, and so did rap music. Oh, My okay. sister was bringing it into the house by then because she was living in Miami and going to the clubs. My sister was always in the clubs. Is your sister older? Yeah, about a year. Oh, just a year older. But she, really she, knew how, she was hip to different scenes, maybe, and would be like, hey, listen oh, yeah. to this. You probably like this. She introduced me to, like... My God, sister like, did, too, and she's three yeah. years younger. She introduced me to, like, the <laughs> death rock look. Oh, okay. So she was kind of like a creepy, ghouly... Before they, they yeah. called it, like, the, the term goth came yeah. into it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so she was, like... I was inspired by that look of her. She was real pretty. Sure. She's That's real cool. cute. Yeah. She pierced my ear at 13 and gave me a pack of smokes and said I was cool. That was nice. Like, wow. Yeah. Get down. One of my earliest memories of my sure. sister doing No, I remember her. Shit. She was cool. I feel yeah. like we all had a crush on her. I think you had a crush on like both my sisters, Mike. Yeah. Both? God. Yeah. I can't even remember because it was so long ago. Look, look. I just have this vague memory. It was like, <laughs> Dave had a sister that was really cute. Yeah. But wow, now you're saying maybe there was two. God damn. Yeah. Anyway. There's a few uh, cute Rosses out there. Yeah. Well, there. yeah. And you're making more. Yeah. That's like, <laughs> <laughs> that's oh, awesome. man. It's crazy. That's awesome. It's crazy. Yeah. I love being a dad. It's cool. It must be nice. Yeah. So uh, how did you do academically? Were you a good student? I did pretty well. I faked it all the way up to uh, back then. What do you mean faked it? School wasn't too difficult, you know, it was like, oh. except math. I just was never interested in it. <laughs> That's funny. You're not the first person to tell me I had difficulty <laughs> with math. That's funny. Yeah. yeah. Um, so. Fuck math. Yeah, fuck math. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, did you end up going to an art school or a college? No, I wanted to. <laughs> you did? I did not. I, it was a weird kind of like happening. It was, it was like destiny or something it's a story of mm -hmm. well, an opportunity you know, that, that's why i do these yeah. these conversations yeah with, right with friends because yeah you, you know i'm trying to explain to people like the unexpected happens and sometimes and you just have it to takes roll you on with another things, course but there's no magic formula to yeah. get to a, a successful creative i was already position. Yeah, yeah i was al already writing graffiti in san diego and then yeah when did you, you know, start doing that 88 Okay, I started in 89 in Albuquerque. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's cool. That's, yeah. Well, um, that explains why you're better than me. You had a year on oh, me. come on. <laughs> Shit, I don't know about all that. Anyway. Yeah. But, uh, that's another but, yeah, conversation. Were you writing for Sway right off the bat? Uh, it started with Skunk, okay. Two-Tone, and okay. those were very short-lived. Sure. And Persuay came right away. It was, yeah. a, it was a gift from... Uh, the guy that introduced me to the subculture, a Filipino graffiti oh, writer, cool. by the name of Expec. Okay, cool. Yeah, so that's fresh. I, I he's I credit him for giving me the name personally. Yeah, 
I wrote Wesk for a while as a I remember. name, and then I passed I'm, it on I to I remember seeing a Wesk piece at Euclid, pictures of it. Yeah. I, was, I may have yeah, even was, seen it with my own bare naked eyes. That was the first shit that we did when we came to visit the aerosol Shit was tight, guys. You, I mean, the APS crew in San Diego is, yeah. it, is phenomenal. Totally. When did the you history first with start it. seeing their work? Right away, we went, my friend Expect and I, we were up here, we were up north. So we were like, we were in a crew called UC. We like were Miramar, like Rancho north, Bernardo, just north of San like, Diego. Yeah, like the least place you would think that graffiti writers would come out of. Yeah, but that's the thing. I think there was always these little. I mean, that's what crews are about. Exactly. These little groups of people and from that's the area did. that yeah. might not even be able to walk to each other's houses, but were close enough and uh-huh. would get together uh-huh. and draw and compare and critique and drink and yeah. smoke and listen to rap music yeah, and whatnot. And Absolutely. I think that was happening Shout out to WC in the Mad Circle and Be sure. Real for, you know, yeah. Ice Cube, NWA. Yeah. We love bumping yeah. their shit. Yeah, right? Yes. Right. Did you get into Egyptian the whole, Lover, uh, you know, like, I love that dude's shit. Were you drinking 40s? Uh, 40s, uh, mostly Boone's Farm. Oh, during, during that era, <laughs> yeah, you were doing more of the, the Boone's Farm. I think my yeah, sister was drinking I was never really good with beer. I can't drink beer. My Malt body just rejects that beer, shit. Really. Yeah. <laughs> I just asked because that was, to me, another part of that, that whole era was sitting around and everybody had a 40 between their legs <laughs> and a hoodie on that was like a size too it big. Was, it was big the sign of the times. It was a sign of know. the times, man. Yeah. 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 That was youth culture at the time. Yeah. And I was in it. Were you experimenting with hallucinogens at all? Not at that point. But you that did wasn't later until on. later. When? First time with, was with Nice AWR. Oh yeah, I like that too. We did shrooms on the bluff at at Black's Beach, real magical oh. kind of canyon yeah. of yeah. magic there. That's cool. Yeah, so we, you know, I melted How into the sea you? then, early twenties. Oh okay, I feel like that's around the time a lot of people. Yeah. mess with uh, hallucinogens some people start early yeah like some people just start everything early I, I, yeah but <laughs> like I 12 years old right i know i'm gonna try everything i mean it's there yeah it, i just didn't do a lot of it yeah at first sure yeah and i don't still don't do a lot i didn't do it a lot at first but then i did it regularly yeah i remember <laughs> acid yeah. mike yeah i was always down man. yo mike yeah, I always <laughs> How's had it that on. acid? I always Woo. had it on me. Well, the joke was to figure out if I was on acid or not. Because <laughs> it was so often, uh, I would just roll with it. If somebody, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, hit me up, was like, meet at the bar. Yeah. I'd just be, all right, you know. You're there. And I've got sparkle x-ray vision. That's you know, awesome. it's all good. Yeah. That's funny. That's cool. Um, you can handle your shit. So you can yeah, handle what your was, acid. What was your early 20s about? You know, you were writing graffiti, but had you started to do i mean were you doing black books were you doing fine art oh when i first started kind of writing yeah i mean how did that evolve for you i was because a lot of graffiti writers don't evolve into doing other stuff per se you know what i mean get a day job move on with their lives yeah i think that i just kind of remember that i I always loved to draw and then so when this guy expect came along and showed me his drawings and it spoke to me as something like, I've never seen anything like it. Like it yeah. blew my mind, you know, yeah. like completely. I saw a universe that I could get lost in, you know, like. Were you able become, to find the graffiti media, like magazines, like IGTs? That came later. 
that came, came a later. later. Yeah, yeah, we had just the uh, you know, you know, the Holy Grail, you know, the subway art. Subway art and uh, what was in the other one? Spray can Spray art can was art. like the second one. Yeah. Yeah. No, those are the. That's the Bible. It's like the Old and the New Testament to uh-huh. me. <laughs> uh-huh. I understand those are the most stolen books in publishing history. I, yeah, I, rem- <laughs> I remember totally. And I remember looking and studying those pieces and then saying to myself, how do I make, how do I advance it? You know, oh, like, right. How do you inv- advance this? Sure. Well, it felt like there was a context in the books about the whole advancing yeah. of it and why it became illegible to the general public. Yeah. You know, it was because of that nature of flexing and flexing right and that connection to hip-hop right yep. you know show and prove yeah show and prove you know you want to show up no sell out, like you no wanted to out. show up at the breakdancing <laughs> club with like a few new moves yeah. each weekend so you'd work all week to like get that shit locked down so you could do it in front of people you know it's kind of the same for us exactly like you wanted to come hard every single time you would time. work on your outlines you would work you on would it and work bomb on it. you would sure do things to make you more of yeah. a did you enjoy bombing writing. i did later like early yeah. on i wasn't i wasn't really doing much of it i did it from time yeah. to time but uh it was much later when I really started yeah. to enjoy. It was kind bombing. of instilled in me right away. I know, and mo- and for most people, it is five you know? of my mentors. Yeah, I think because I had gotten involved with uh, the skateboard industry, I had a day job and I felt comfortable with it. Yeah. So I did when that. did that happen? That happened in uh, 92. Uh, what, what was what happened? Uh, I met Ken Block. Oh, good old Ken Block, good who's now Ken like Block. crazy uh, drifter Ra- yeah. driver guy. Rally racer. Yeah, right. World famous for Jim, that. Jim Kana. Yeah, right, right. Uh-huh. Okay, so Ken Block. So he was... They were looking... They had a ball. Like, okay. Him and Damon. Which then became DC, that family of yeah, companies, right? But before it be- was DC, it yeah. was Drawers and... Drawers, right. Dub and then Dub DC. and DC. Yeah. Okay. So all the DCs. So you got hooked into that world pretty early. I got hooked into that world early and uh, was able to make a living and learn how to become a graphic kind of production artist. Is that about what age you would have been then? 1920. Yeah, that's pretty amazing, actually. You know, I mean, I got the job at Think in '93, and I was 22, Uh and that was an incredible opportunity. Like, there aren't that many jobs behind the scenes in the skateboard business. Right. Like it maybe only takes six people really to run a skateboard brand. Ne- you exactly. Know what I mean? and maybe then it even can go less. Up from there. Oh, really? I mean, it could be just four people. Like Mike Valelli <laughs> is just out of his garage, exactly. isn't he? And I think yeah. that's awesome. A lot and he's of got some help for sure. His I was, family helps him a lot. That's dope. The last uh, two years have been out I'm of my saying, garage. It's not yeah. like yeah. Those are those are rare opportunities. And yeah. often I feel like those opportunities are given to people who've already proven themselves as people. It's like, mm. you know, it's like you're... I was so young, you know, though. Ken, that's the thing, though. He still was like, nah, this guy will do the fucking job. Yeah. And he's cool, and he'll, he'll get it done. You know, I'm sure he had the wherewithal not to choose somebody that was going to give him a problem. And did yeah, that exactly. work out? I mean, did yeah. you end up working for him oh, for man, a while? Oh, man, I worked with him off and on, uh, yeah, for quite a few years. How many years? I worked for him two different times. So there was a short time, maybe like a year and a half or two at the beginning. So 92 to 94. Sure. And then I bounced over to Evil with Magnuson. 
Okay. And Tony Magnus and who's Nico. another skateboard industry legend. Yeah. Did he, was he behind Eighth Street? Yeah, he was. Oh, okay, uh, right. Eighth Street skateboards was legendary. Yep. Magnuson yep. and Chernowski. Right. Mike Chernowski. Rest in peace. Right. Yes. Yep. Uh, yeah. So um, I found myself kind of going back and forth between yeah. those two companies a lot in my sure career. As there was opportunities, they'd get you back or yeah, you know, I was just gears. like I just want. I felt like I had my hands and my DNA on so many things. It was like right. just a way to. And what were you doing it. at first? Were you doing like computer work? Or they didn't you hand care. Drawing stuff, or I was doing and both. you were doing logos and T-shirt hmm. graphics. Were you doing skateboard graphics? Yeah, I did all too? that stuff. Yeah. Right at 20 years old, uh -huh. all that. Wow, that's dope, man. Because yeah, I got I thrust real... into that too. But it's just like, it's actually a lot of stuff to deal with. Oh man. You know? Did you do wheel it graphics really too? Is. All that really kind is. of. Yeah, like, everything. I did yeah, all the production I did stuff. I did too. It I'm, wasn't just for one company. It was right. just like all the companies under that right. brand. You right. know? So I learned a lot on hand being in all of those companies, all the scenarios. And Were all you cutting ruby lifts? Yes. Yeah. I think yes. young people don't even know about, it's like how you do the color separations for silk screening. Yeah, and every color has a layer. And for uh, right. the skateboards, it was all yeah. silk screen. It's just now Photoshop it's, layers. Uh, it's uh, yeah. really... It is. It's just like working in layers in mm -hmm. Photoshop, except you're actually having to cut it out with a fucking knife. Yep. You know, just yeah. like red it was analog. Film. Yeah, 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 yeah. I still have some of those archives. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm gonna try to figure out how to uh, properly archive archive them. Yeah. And I hear you. Yeah. That's it's cool. a lot, but yeah, it's something to work towards. And I remember you, you were. Did you do shoes for a while too? Yeah, I did some shoes. So when did that start? I did. I was over at Circa. We had kind of gotten Circa off the ground with Muska. Okay. What year was that? That was '98, going into '99. Okay. So I was there to basically create the brand, like the visual, and just kind of help thing. build the thing. Yeah. And by then you were a vet. By then I was already a vet, but I. You've I was I was vet, but I was I was stupid, I, like in not knowing how to protect myself properly. Oh, like legally, like like with money, making stuff? a real deal for myself. Oh, sure. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> yeah, right. I, I think that you know the skateboard world is got to be like a lot of other industries like that, where it's just like it's laid back. You're not really tripping. You're having a good time at work every oh, day. Oh, it was a good time. That's the thing. Don't get me wrong. And then you find out years later, oh, damn, they were making that much money and they were only giving me this? Yeah. That sucks. Well, I guess I should roll. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, it's been fun and all, but I, I don't need to deal with that bullshit. You switch gears, you that's, know? That's what I did. Yeah. That's so what I did. who did you do shoes for? I did. This, uh, I did. And you were designing the shoes like from scratch, right? Yeah, all the way down <laughs> to the texture on the rubber. And going overseas to deal with uh, yeah, production. I traveled and stuff? with. Uh, well, the first shoes I designed were for Osiris at the very beginning. And what year that was, was that? Ninety four, ninety five. Oh, okay. So if you, I didn't you, come from a shoe earlier. designing background, you know. I just, no, I, that's like, the thing. I remember. I feel like we would do walls here and there all through those years, and yeah. we would talk. And you'd mention, "Yeah, they got me designing <laughs> shoes now," and I, I'm not a shoe guy. I don't really even know about shoes. Yeah. And, but I can do it. We, we figured. And I, we figured you know, it out. 
you know, timing and, caught up know, and it was a lot of money yeah, for people. I mean, people. was it kind of a team thing where, yeah, you know, you'd all kind of people. figure out, okay, because I got to think it's the shoe business is risky because if a brand, if a model doesn't work, that's a lot of, a that, that could be a big loss. You know, it's probably, like with the skateboards, even probably like if like 50 grand, a deck 40, didn't 40, do well, grand. it was just like, ah, oh, bummer. Yeah, you really hope the other ones mm. did really well, right. you know? Yeah. Huh. And in the 90s, they, so that was like, was that the chunky shoes with the kind of air soles era? It was. Yeah, it right? Was, yeah. And I Osiris think I wore was doing some that. Osiris that you sent me. Did I send I'd, I'd wear it. Yeah, I think Look there's photos that I, yeah. I uh, did uh, throwbacks just recently. Yeah. And I, I'm wearing uh, Osiris. Oh, funny. I, yeah, because people would flow me that kind of stuff every once yeah. in a while. Yeah. So like, Mike, what size are you? Oh, here. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, shit, I would never choose these shoes off a shelf, but I'll wear them if you're just going to give them to me. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> sure, I I'll thrash them. Yeah, I'll, I'll go them. right through these things. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, funny. Were you still skating a bunch while you were working yeah, in I was the skating. industry? Yeah, street I was, skating. Mostly street stuff, but like nothing fancy. What level did you get to? Could you do rails and stuff? Oh no, dude! You didn't I was get doing into like, rails. But could pop, you jump? I like down pop shovets and. Could you, you know. go down stairs? Could you jump stairs? Yeah, I could jump stairs. How many stairs? Not too. Many. It's just a gauge. Three, you know what I'm, I, I'm going to say like four, three to four. Sure. Okay, that's yeah. hot. Yeah. Guess how many I could do. I'm gonna say I, I'm gonna say you've gone for at least ten. Yeah, I've done some tens. Yeah, those little short, steep ones. Sometimes yeah. I remember I could do fakie ollies down sets of stairs. It was something about you know, it's That's almost awesome. like a switch nollie, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. yeah, just a just a, a fakie ollie downstairs, or something about the, that motion of that. I could hang it and just land it just right. Right. But I remember. Catching one wrong and hit my chin. The That's first exactly thing that hit the it. ground was my chin, uh-huh. and it blew it open. Yeah, and I should have got stitches. I've right. got a nice scar there now. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. I wasn't. Uh, How uh, many stairs? Yeah. Could you kick flip? Yeah, I could kick flip. Fuck, these. I could never kick flip. I could do all I, kinds of very old variations, yeah. big spins downstairs, but never a kick flip. <laughs> And yeah. I never cared. I was just like, I, I'd try it and just be like, I oh, fucked this thing. <laughs> <laughs> just felt weird. I like pop shove it, you know. Me too. Over little gaps. Me too. Just shit Me like too. that. Did you hit launch ramps? No, no. Yeah. I, I, I definitely wasn't. did. <laughs> I wasn't trying to launch off anything, man. Sure. You know? Sure. I mean, I would try on my bike. I ate a lot of shit, man. I took a lot of falls. Oh, I took some awful awful i know spills. what the concrete yeah. tastes like i mean yeah i can relate mouthful of dirt bmx <laughs> and shit like that right hitting yeah. your head yeah. yeah man yeah yeah absolutely i still have scar tissue on when i took i was trying to make a red light on a 10 speed with my records i was gonna go listen to some records oh, shit. with a friend yeah yeah, yeah. i tried to get that red light and my foot slipped oh and there was cars coming oh no i just saw the concrete oh coming up at me and i Blacked oh. out. Oh, that was blackout. A, yeah, that was a that was a blackout. Yeah, that was a good one. I haven't blacked out from an injury like that. Yeah, I was pretty young then. I was like sixteen or something. Like that. Yeah, 17. I think when I was maybe thirteen, I played football with these kids, and I got pile drived and it knocked <laughs> it me out. Fucking, yeah, and I came to and was you like up. never playing football again. You got lit Fuck up. Fuck this like, fucking game. Yeah, I can kick and just pick me up and drop me like that, and that's okay. <laughs> that's nah, funny. Fuck this game. Yeah, this game sucks. Yeah, yeah I really never played football. 
I enjoyed it for a little while, and then sure. I got into basketball. Stuff on. That's the thing. We were just yeah. playing in the grass. I started playing basketball, a lot of street ball after high school. We, I shot my a friends lot of and hoops I, with my dad, but I never yeah. played on a team. We would drive around San Diego looking for pickup games. Oh yeah. I had like I kept like my high school friends separate from my graffiti friends. It was two separate. It's a good thing to do. Yeah. You kept your graffiti friends separate from everybody, uh-huh. especially your girlfriends. You know, <laughs> I've heard so many times like, horror stories. You know, like I finally let them meet my yes. graffiti buddies, uh-huh. and we'd get all crazy and we'd just talk, read, going over stories, sketchy situations, thinking it was great. You know, and that night, my girlfriend saying, "You know, it's uh, really telling about a person who they hang out with." Yeah. And your friends are fucking idiots and criminals <laughs> and maniacs and drug addicts. I don't know if I like this. <laughs> and you're not like them really at all. And it's really made me rethink, you know, how I should think of you. You know, uh, like, yeah, you know, whatever. They're my right, friends. Right like, they whatever. Maybe you don't know this, some of the dirt on me. <laughs> sure. I don't know. Sure. It's just funny that way. Yeah. So. I know, life. So, yeah, let's. Where are we? We're like late nineties, I guess. Mm-hmm. At this point, yeah, I had I was over at Circa just for a short time, long enough to kind of like give their brands. They had four brands underneath their umbrella. Which and, ones? And they had four square special blend forum, and then we came up with Circa. Okay. And I, it was just a short-lived kind of like thing. Mm-hmm. I was tired of the drive, and how long was your drive? It was like an hour and a half. Each way? Yeah. I should have Oof. moved up there probably at the time thinking about nah, it. I think a lot of people are going through that right now. Why Why did yeah. you do that? Why did you put up with that? I don't know. Yeah, right? Yeah. Did you have a nice car? No. Hmm. No. Bizarre. Yeah. No, it's just one of those things. Like, uh, it's, you know, like I, I tell people all the time, like, if you get an opportunity in another city, mm-hmm. you know, and you get a job and you have to move, yeah, the first place you should w- look is within walking distance of your office. Yeah, like, right. Duh. Like you're fucking gonna I save just, so much money I and time just it, in that alone. Right. Like I didn't that know how to single stru- move. Right. That you know, and so many people are just like. They just they kind of just look at what's available and just drive around and be like this is fine. I mean, I I should have started an agency then at that point because and taken on Circa as a client because I had come up with the name and the logo and given them identity. Oh, with Muska, well, you know. Yeah, so, I mean, a, a lot of companies do that. Yeah, Burton Snowboards is that way. They have a right. separate design agency yeah. that takes care of all their graphic stuff, yeah. and they're the ones that I get hired by if. I do stuff for Burton. I think I just didn't know how to... A lot to com- of companies are that way. Yeah, at the time I didn't know how to communicate my feelings, I think, and I just didn't know how to figure sure. it out. I was all over the place. It's kind of young. Yeah, yeah. And we so. don't have lawyers and that kind of stuff around us to be like, no. hey, what are you doing? Yeah, like, dude. Because we don't need them. We're just like, no, nah, I get paid. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, my, my father yeah. was always like, you need to have contracts in place. The shit you're doing for these companies is Sure, good. sure. Well, I think you get to that point where you're working with uh, clients that want to cover their ass. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of paperwork. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I definitely deal with that these days. You know, Absolutely. Where it's just like, you got to sign a bunch of papers before they even tell you what the fucking job is, you know? Yeah. It's kind of where it's come to. Right, right. Um, uh, so, oh yeah. 
I'm trying to think back. So Which late was... 90s. When did we meet? We met in 92 oh, yeah. or 3? I would have no fucking idea. I'm going to say. <laughs> no, I'm going to say. When did I get down so, with Because I, I came to paint at Euclid, I 92, think, in 92 yeah. with Fez. 93, I'm going to say I met you. Yeah. Or I was aware of who you were. Three, I came to San Diego for uh-huh. the ASR trade show. Right. And was offered a job full time at Think. And yeah, I moved that was up move to, to I remember San talking Francisco to you that in October yeah, of ninety three. Wow. So you're saying we we kicked it in ninety three? Yeah. Yeah. That was uh, remember that was the uh at the that ASR was the first time I took ecstasy. And it was at the Ole Madrid. It's kind of an infamous <laughs> downtown San, San Diego. Diego. Yes. Yeah. If the walls and my could buddies talk. that gave the the pill to me caught me breakdancing by myself in the basement in kind of a weird corner. Get the fuck out. Of and me. they were like, "Mike, how's it going, Mike?" And I'm like, <laughs> "Oh, I'm fine." And they're like, "Hey, did that pill hit you?" And I'm like, oh, "I don't know." And they're like, "I think it hit you, Mike. Yeah. You're breakdancing by yourself in the basement." Wow. Oh. Is that what it's supposed to make you do? Kinda. <laughs> I was having such a good time. I love it, I man. was so flared. I'm I was good. just like, fuck this. Nobody else wants yeah. to dance. I'm going to get loose. That's I funny. feel it in my bones right now. I got to get it out. This music is bomb. Wow. <laughs> All by myself. Wow. Early, too. Like 9 o'clock. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. I had epic nights there. Totally. I mean, it was infamous, man. It was yeah. kind of like... Did you the go there, episode. too? That place? I'd been through there a few times, but I wasn't... Yeah. That was such a fun time. I think I was street racing mostly at the time, and I was hanging out what with my mean? friends. What do you mean? Like cars? Yeah, like uh, I remember you were Fast into and cars. Furious kind of thing. But know? in fucking, what, 99, 98, or 2000? When were you yeah. doing that? Oh, no, that was 90... 90s? Yeah, 90, uh, 91, 92. Oh, okay. So kind of first wave... So like as you import, got into okay, so that's when you had a job. You were you I was got making that job money and I was putting money in my car. And, and so you shit. were dumping money into a car. What what was uh-huh. it that you, what did you have? What it was, was the a first little one Honda you had? CRX? A CRX. Uh-huh. That's funny. It was fast. How fast? Oh man, uh, at that time, it was probably mid eleven quarter mile. Okay, that's pretty fast. I had some pump to it. I had some pump. Sure. I was street racing like that. So it was dangerous. Yeah. And stupid. Sure. But fun. Right. Yeah. Where would you guys race? We would find streets around just kind of quarter mile strips, like up in different areas, Marina Boulevard, you know. How long would you be able to race for before? Sometimes, man, we would be there for an hour. You guys are just finding good places. Be, with yeah, the, they started shutting us down. They started the, shutting the, us down. Uh, the police comp, and that oh, yeah. was that. I got a, I I remember got a couple that tickets, from the punk couple rock, tickets. Uh, shows in people's backyards. It yeah. was just like, you just played until the cops came. But yeah. inevitably, the cops were going to come. Yeah. That was the end of the party, for yeah. sure. You know, so you just you party until then. And no, usually, nobody would get arrested. But it was done. They'd make sure, you know, if you yeah. stay, you're going to get arrested. Yeah. So get the fuck out of here. Well, yeah, exactly. So I got a couple tickets. How many people would be uh, racing? At one of those. Well, it started off pretty small. It was just a couple car club, a few car clubs. Like how many races? There were three night? car clubs in San Diego at the time. Yeah. Like mostly like South Side, uh, you know, East Side. There were clubs. Mira Mesa. There were clubs. You know, up 
in our area. Yeah, kind of like graffiti crews, where it was just people into a certain Uh, thing and got together and uh, then would compete against other people. Everybody would be souping up their souping up their cars, like yeah, you know, squeezing. What club were you in? Oh, I was in Speed Tribe. Yeah. And Blitz. That's cool. Uh Huh. Yeah. Again, like how many how many races would you guys do? Oh man. I mean, would you race more than once in a night? I would, yeah. Yeah, how many times? Maybe three. Huh, crazy. Two, three times. Yeah. Then I got, uh, I got pretty fast. My car was fast. I was racing a, um, an old like, uh, muscle car. You know, mm. like a, it was like it must have been like a '60s kind of hot rod. Yeah. We were in Escondido and we took off a quarter mile and we were neck and neck and both yeah. the guys and the they were just looking over at me. They were like. Both the looks on their faces were like that little know, their jaw gone. had dropped. Right. They had they were blown away that this fucking CRX would be next to them. Sure. In this quarter mile. Right. Right. And they were like, "That's racing." Yeah, they were like, "What the fuck do you got in that thing?" That's what the fucking people I see. Uh, there's a kid in the south that uh, takes his Tesla to the drag strip, mm-hmm. and he just gutted it. He got rid of anything non-essential, the whole back seat, whatnot. Yeah. Yep. Front seats put in a racing aluminum seat. Yeah, he but got really But he just really blows doors. Yeah. He'll, he'll let them get the jump to make sure that he gets a good race because the right. Tesla will definitely yeah. catch and go. Yeah. There's what, no question. It's just kind of funny. Right. I can imagine having a crazy blown muscle car and the Tesla's just like, right. you ready to go now? Right. Okay, I'm going to take off now. Yeah. <laughs> what killed it for me is that I lot, I, my CRX El Nino came and fucking drowned it one night in a storm and what happened in el nino what year was that oh man mid 90s 96 okay 97 yeah 96 and it just kind of flooded san diego yeah and i was living in an apartment complex with my brothers at the time just you know yeah young young men (laughs) yeah and el nino came and I, i remember having a fever that night and my brother just, my door was locked. He was knocking on my door and it was boom, boom, boom. Dave, open the door. You won't believe it. I was like, oh shit. What do you, what? leave me alone. I'm fucking sick. Right. Fuck off. Right. And he picked the lock and opened up the door. He's all, dude, your car's underwater. Oh no. <laughs> wow. Bummer. Yeah. yeah. So I came outside and. The, all you could see was the antenna sticking out of the <laughs> roof. <laughs> and that was it. That was the it. death of the silver it bullet. Was done. That was it. That'll do it. It was a wrap. Huh? And then I was like, fuck it. I just got into like wanting to paint. And I was yeah. just working. And like it was going off into like this whole industry, which became like, you know, these import nights and tuner yeah. turn up and that's funny. The alphanumeric racing career yeah. was El Nino. Al, right. Alphanumeric Aliash's brand came into, you know, yeah. fruition. Started putting point. your money into other things. There was money there. Yeah. And then I went I just went, you know, it wasn't cool anymore. Yeah. So I bounced. Damn. But I was there. I did it. You did it. I did it for years. Interesting time. Yeah, it's fun. That's fresh. That's the that's what I had with my group of friends up here. That's you know my high school friends. We were into shit like that. We were going to garage parties. Right. A lot of Filipino garage parties. Right. 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 You know. So um, uh, all that shit. What was happening around two thousand? Two thousand. What was happening? I was working in the industry. Got kind of. 
Still in the skate and yeah, shoe industry. I, I did 25 years in that industry, which That's is what a, I thought. It's a long, long time. Long time. Almost too long. Doing mostly illustrator work. <laughs> Design work. It just got became yeah. like a machine. Yeah. Were you hand drawing much for those companies? I was always hand drawing. I started to develop Bunny Kitty. When did that happen? I drew the first drawings of Bunny Kitty in 2001. Okay. Cool. Yeah. That's about the time I started Skulls Press. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I remember I we did. We did. Uh, oh, we did. Yeah, what was it? Tiny shits. Shiny, was, shiny tits. Tiny shits. No, tiny shits. Yeah, tiny shits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, man, yeah. That was a good. That was. That was. That was big for me, man. You that was know? fun. It took yeah. us years to finish it, but it was really. I was. A cool I, I was shook. Document. I just didn't know how to approach it. I was. I think yeah. at that time in my career and everything, I was just. I felt like almost dried up. Yeah. Yeah, it was just a black book mm-hmm. and just black and white, like mm-hmm. nothing crazy. Uh, right now, yeah, I would sit down just, and I would knock it all it out. It'd be it'd be done. Oh yeah, yeah. oh sure. Then but we I had was to like, send it back and forth. I just wasn't happy with what I was producing. I think yeah, at the time. I was hard on myself. That was a really good one. Yeah. There's like little windows cut like into too, that yeah. one, yeah. and uh, we kind of pieced it together. I did a bunch of stuff when I was living in France in that book. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's the thing in Florida, and uh-huh. yeah, that book got uh-huh. around. For sure. Yeah. I think I was working at Osiris at the time, you know, making a yeah. good check and painting graffiti sometimes. Yeah. Like. But I remembered you were saying, like, you didn't really draw so much, you know, and you were like, ah, oh, dude, you really want to do this? And I'm like, yeah, dude, just draw some graffiti and a fucking character. Like, yeah. that's all I'm doing. Yeah. It doesn't need to be anything other than that. And then I get it back from you, and I'm like, motherfucker, he did this crazy thing. All right, here we go. <laughs> you know? It was right. cool. Right. I think, you, you know, we pushed each other. I think that was kind of the fun of doing those books. It was cool. I think it was a time for me when I was exploring style, letter style-wise. You were for sure. That's evident in the book. Yeah. You were doing like these like psychedelic kind of lettering. Kind of weird shit. Yeah, you were doing all kinds of different like font things. It took that me was a while. cool. Yeah, thanks, man. I think uh, it took me a while to kind of figure it out. Sure. I had, I, I've had good mentors in my graffiti Who Who life. were your mentors? Early on, it, it was Expect. Right. Then Quasar. Quasar. Uh, Quasar took me under his wing. Right. San Diego guy. Yeah. Amazing. Kind of looks like uh, spaceships to me, his yeah. style. Uh-huh. Like fucking amazing. Galactic hot rods. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. 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 I wish he still painted. Me too. I see him from time to time. That dude was so fucking sick. Yeah. Because there was a few guys in Southern California in particular that had that like... It was a really cool, like robotic-looking yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, you know, um, it was it was really cool to have him as a mentor and to put me up on game. You know, yeah, no, he's he's super dope. He really influenced Vez and I too. Yeah. So Vez we, has been showing me uh, oh, really? outlines that he's found that Quasar did for us back then. Okay, I, Quasar I recall did a Wesk outline for me. That's I remember. Insane. That's how, how I. That's how I. <laughs> discovered who you were was through uh, Quasar okay. because yeah, he, yeah. we were SBA at that point. Yeah. yeah, he liked what I was doing and I couldn't figure oh, it out. Mike, I was just like, Mike, wow, he, he loved what you were doing. I don't understand why, but you know, it was so different. He but saw yeah, something. He, was, he did. He and did. And that's, did. that's the uh, the power he possesses. I was always honored by that because he always seemed like kind of an elder. I don't know if he's any older than us, but he was just yeah, like this older than us. kind of an elder dude. He's you older. Know? He's got some years on us. Yeah. And we're old. Well, we're old now. He must be hella old. 
<laughs> getting kind of crispy. Sure, sure. Who who else? And then I met I met uh, Wayne Cod. Sure. In '96. Uh, in the yeah. industry, he was working for brands on the Which doing writers bench you, on the East Coast. I can't think of a better mentor, right? For New York style, especially mm. like when I was getting mentored by Agree, he would show me graffiti books and yeah. flicks and stuff. And yeah. I can remember one particular afternoon, Agree was like, "All right, you've been able to look through all my stuff. Like, who who are your favorite three yep. New York writers?" Yep. And I said, "Wayne, Hims." And no. Yeah. And he just laughed out loud. He's like, yo, blood, that's the same dude. <laughs> that's all the same dude. And I was like, I didn't know that. And I'm like, man, I just yeah, really that's the same shit. dude. Like, oh, Fuck. Yeah. Well, no wonder. I yeah. mean, I, that was the guy. That's, that's what stands out to me is right. Wayne. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So funny, right? But yeah, he definitely like painting with him in the Bronx is certainly in the top five experiences for myself as a graffiti writer right ever right and probably will stay in that top five i can't imagine how it would get bumped out yeah <laughs> right he's just so i don't know legendary i've done a but few still kind i've of done a few of those misses uh, like not the writer that everybody knows about he's the writer's writer oh that's a good way to put it yeah. And he and he, when he did a brand, I don't know if he still does it. It was Writer's Bench. Writer's like bench. he's a writer. He he's into From graffiti culture. 149th Street. Percent. It's his life. It. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't know about Wayne, you need to learn about Wayne. You better. <laughs> yes. For sure. For sure. There's a lot of you know a lot of so, legendary yeah, cats in New you York. You befriended him. Yes. And when did? How did that happen? Like, were you going to New York? I met him uh, through a mutual friend while we were both in the industry, and he really liked how I was doing graphics and mm. how I was applying my illustrations and that I was doing uh, graffiti, and we related on graffiti stuff. Sure. We liked adventure. We traveled. We, you know. Yep. He taught me how to bomb, pretty much. Oh, wow. Yeah. You waited until you right. started hanging out with Wayne. And said, oh, I guess it's actually, I mean, I guess I should bomb. I've and done. Like, Wayne's like, uh, yeah, you probably should. I've Here's done. Some, I've done some shit on the freeways <laughs> in San Diego and stuff no, here and there. I've and done stuff like, on was, the freeway with yeah. you in San Diego. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Remember? Yeah, I remember. <laughs> remember. Just being Remember? like, should we drive or should we just walk with no, cans? Just keep like, uh, we should walk with cans. Yeah, yeah. Um, totally. Good times. Yeah, you know, I. Uh, so did did you clean or dirty, up, man? Did clean you or end dirty. up uh, writing with him in New York? Yeah, so I would go visit him in the '90s. Okay. And I'd be up in his writer's bench lab, and we would talk about graphics I and projects. I think I've been up to that apartment, like a know, co-op thing. Like we really, you know, we. Sp- We've been friends for about 23 years. Wow. That's so crazy. He's yeah. such a humble dude, too. Uh, you know, sometimes. I hear you. But I feel like he could really toot his horn if he wanted to, like... As get rightfully in, show. Get into to his, the right people. his accolades, like Absolutely. his accomplishments. He's, he he's behind a lot of shit that I don't think people realize. Yeah, man. You know? Yeah. Say is yeah. like that, I think, too. Say Adams. Yeah, I think you know? I think these guys will get their, their just due, man. Yeah. I you think they, they... You know, it's, again, I think they get it from the people that they care about. Yeah. You know? And yeah. it's like, fuck the squares. 
Exactly. You know, again, because so, yeah. it's not for them. That's why, uh, you know, <laughs> Wayne and I, we collaborate on, uh, you know, wet paint and we've been painting together, you know, yeah. for years. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um, so what was, uh, you know, say between 2000 and 2010, were there any kind of big changes that happened? Oh, in huge that world? changes, man. I, I found myself in hard, hard times. It was like near the end of my career in skateboarding. You just kind of knew it was time. It was to move just on timing. Like, I, I knew that after four years. Yeah. How see, long did you do it? Oh, 25 years, oh, man. Oh, God. No, fucking, I mean, all due respect to the hey, people who are yeah. still in it that I used to work with. I mean, you know, if you find Absolutely. a thing you love and you just want to yeah. do that, I still life, love it. Fucking rock on. Hey, I'm not, I'm not uh, knocking it, man. I love it. I want to adventure. I'm, I want to try new things. I'm finding, yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I had to I had to rediscover myself. Sure, that's really and those can be tough. That's times. what the times were showing me. Yeah, and it, it was like a big move. It was a big decision to fucking have to try to exist as a working artist. Yeah, and right. how to get a collaboration between my late mother and out to the world. So, right, you know, right, right. I fell back on Bunny Kitty. I fell back on Persuade. I found you know. I found myself with the time to be able to produce this because the relationships I had made through graffiti and uh, transitioning into um, my art career. Yeah. I feel like Instagram really pulled that together for it me really and showed me that community yeah. of people from yeah. different uh, subcultures right. that followed me, you know, and gave me a good following pretty quickly. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's like, even at like art shows now, there might be four generations of a single family that have seen my work. Right. You know, and right. it's, oh, it's a trip. I think that yeah. uh, people have seen my work for decades, but never realized that it was my work. Well, sure. I mean, that's how it is as a graphic designer behind the scenes of a brand. Mm. Again, you, yeah. you know, you have to step out of that at some point totally. if you want to be recognized as an individual. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. But some people are perfectly content just uh, working with a bunch of cool people and doing what they need. Totally. You know? Yeah. It I, is a I, big jump. I mean, I that's still, the big jump between commercial art and yeah. fine art when I, you're just like, you know what? I don't want to have any art direction from anybody anymore. I just want to art direct myself. Exactly. And if people buy it, cool, yeah. but... Yeah. I'm just gonna try this 100. percent Yeah, know? so I, yeah, that's what I did, and I moved to New York. What year was that? That was uh, 20, 2014, early, oh, okay. early, late 2013. So a little later. I was yeah, I was already like 42 or. Yeah, and that was the big, the big shift. What that were you doing shift. those few years before that? You still just working I was like odd jobs here and there, Freelance like living stuff. off of unemployment. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's when you had PJ, too. And then PJ was time. a little baby girl. When was PJ yeah. born? PJ was born in 2007. Yeah. Because I've known her since she was tiny. Yeah. You've that's that's her, the yeah, thing. Absolutely. So that was 2007. Well, you, you knew and her sure mother as well. A, a lot. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Absolutely. I yeah. used to always stay with you guys. We I wanted to, to stay with you guys. We used to smoke so much weed with her, right? <laughs> well, with mom, <laughs> not with PJ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine? No. <laughs> she was so little. Hell no. But, uh, 
No, I just I remember that being fun. Yeah. Uh, I, I like I said, I would kind of request, hey, I really want to stay with you. And I'd always want to stay with Brisk. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's fun. You surround you yourself are, with you people you want my, to be around, man. My type people yeah. out here. That's right. You know. You so always you always I, had I'm, a home. I'm here. sure I have, you know, listeners out there that are parents, you know. How how old were you when you had PJ? Oh, geez, late 30s, 37 maybe. Sure, sure. And you wanted to try to survive as a father uh-huh. and not have to work a nine-to-five in the skateboard industry Well, and just try to pull it all together. I mean, how did all that pan out? It, it didn't really pan out. <laughs> it didn't? Yeah. Don't go into that. Oh, jeez. Yeah. It, all, it just seemed like everything because, you I know, built around again, me you've already crumbled. said, by 2004, 14 you were, were ready to fucking go to new york and yeah. give it a fucking go myself, you know right. so i'm sure there was some lead up to that you know it was there was it was this it was this writing i had done with my with my mom it was the book oh the bunny kitty it was project, the project. okay because i can remember you, know? you working on that when i would visit when yeah. pj was little yeah, absolutely. So I was like, I gotta, I'm gonna finish this. You know, yeah. I like to get this out before she passes. Right. You know. Yep. Um, and so. Were that, you that able to do it. that? Yeah, we were. Good. We were. Good. Was, yeah. yeah goals. Little, right. <laughs> you know. And goals. I, I was like, oh shit! You I talk gave my, about it all the time. Yeah. I, I, goals. I came from the. Uh, you achieved a goal. Right. I gave myself a goal, and yeah. I worked towards it. I just broke sure. it all down. Sure. Move towards it. Move towards it. And I yeah. had good partnerships, and and you knew she out. was gonna pass away, right? Yeah, there was there was no coming back from what she had. Yeah, it was cancer or something. No, it was Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Dementia. that's just it. Like you had warning signals. Oh shit! This is happening. This is this is happening. Yeah, I'm gonna have I to say to, goodbye to my mom. Had you done soon. a project with your mom, like a creative project like that before? Well, I always she always loved to illustrate. And she did. She, yeah, so I remember. But had you guys made things her. together? Not so much. See, that's why I say, you know, it's like, you, you know, you're, I mean, I've been like that with my old man. Yeah. My dad. Like, uh-huh. he's in, in his early 70s. He's not going anywhere any, anytime soon. Right. But I really felt like I needed to hang out with him more. Yep. You know? Yep. And uh, that's how I got into motorcycling. Yep. Was just to ride with, with dad. You know, and it's just one of those things. I understand that kind of compulsion to be like, no, like these people are so close to me. And why haven't I not done anything creative with them? Yeah. You know, or whatever. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I understand your, you know, how that would go. I can empathize with how that would go down. Why? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the book is basically about, you know, um, she's in it, you know, so I write about her. Cool. I write about myself. You yeah, know, our adventures, all this stuff. Yeah, it's crazy. It was a crazy house, man. I was one of six. Wow. Yeah, that's a bunch. I was I was wild, man. I know a lot of people look at me. They're like, oh, he's laid back, he's chill, you know. But yeah. as a kid, I was fucking yeah up in my brother's faces, making like yeah, just yeah. going crazy, rolling on the ground, trying sure. to get people's attention. Sure. <sighs> no. Yeah. I think you know a lot of people are that way. I think we're there maniacs when they're young and then they chill yeah. the fuck out or vice versa well it brings me to a memory that i had you know i've never shared this with anyone i figure i shared it with you it's pretty interesting <laughs> <laughs> uh it was uh 
yeah, like when I was a little kid, I was just had a, a, a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. You know, I was. I did my, too. My little brother came and I was like, what the fuck is this? You know, like, oh my God, another kid. Like, my mom. Mom. <laughs> Joe. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I was, I was just going, I was lashing out. I don't know what it was. And the, at the time the doctors were, uh, prescribing like, uh, what is it? Electric shock therapy. Yes. Right. Yeah. A lot of people went through that. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I recall, I recall being strapped up on a table, uh. you know, under, these doctors and tell sure. her, I had no idea what was going on. I thought it was just a test. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How you old know? were you? Oh man, I was young, six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, sketchy. Yeah. Just young enough to kind of not remember. Like yeah, but have, it, it was something I have terribly I, vague I, yeah. memories from that. I asked my, I would ask my mom through my lifetime, what was yeah. that? Yeah. What was that? What was that? She kept it quiet for ever. Yeah. And then near the end, she, you know, I asked her again and she just said, they said it wouldn't hurt you. And that was it. She kept a secret for a long time. Wow. Yeah. That's too bad. Yeah. And I was like, oh man, you know, that's the thing. It makes man. me interesting. You know, I maybe think, I'm, I'm running on another current, a different current or something like that. And you I know, think yeah. that's uh, an issue. Like <laughs> doctors will recommend things that are popular within their world. Yeah. And push it. it. I mean, know, that's and then they came out with the Ritalin. Yeah. Industry, and right? Yeah. It was before yeah. all the pill shit. Yeah. Were you on that Zappy kind of stuff bit. too as a, no. a kid? Yeah. yeah. It was just that one time. It was that one time. I think my, I think my mom felt real bad about it. Oh, sure. Yeah. I'll bet. Yeah. I'll bet. You don't want your kid to suffer. You're mm-hmm. actually trying to do something to help them, and it turns out that it just hurt them. That's whack. Yeah, I'd feel terrible. It didn't hurt. Yeah. You know, it was it's just a, a buzz. It was just a buzz. Yeah. Like, you would feel your, your jaws, your teeth kind of go together real quick. Oh, like, nice. Like, mm. Yeah. yeah. Exciting. Like a, I don't like a magnet. I always liked getting shocked. <laughs> not, not by like a... Yeah. You know, like a nine volt. What, on what shocks you, fun. Mike? What shocks you, know? you? I've taken, I've taken a hundred and ten volt a few times. Damn. Yeah, right from an outlet, like gotten zapped. Yeah. A few times, yeah. just for a split second, you know. Yeah. But enough to, I know what that feels like. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, for sure. Should we uh, wait for the um, truck or? You, oh you yeah, know? we're gonna pause for a second because the fucking trash truck is outside our studio. There's a party out there. All right, I think that truck left. And mm. we'll come back. Um, so we were kind of back in, where were we? Kind of 2010-ish, 2011. Yeah, I think it was al- to, already up into moving to New York and going back and forth. and Right. Things, touring the things, book. And, things led you to be like, okay, I got to get out of San Diego. Mm. I got to move to New York. I gotta yeah. give this a shot. Was it kind of like I need to isolate myself and reinvent my, or f- not even reinvent, just kind of find, yes. you know, where you're at? That was very much it. Just yeah. finding myself again. Were you just gonna do a year or so? And was it a temporary? I didn't thing, know. Did I didn't you know just at like, that time. Fuck it, I'm out. Yeah, I didn't know at, yeah. at that time. I, I thought maybe you know three to five years. Yeah. Right. 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 And I, DJ would have been young. Was that tough too? It was. It was hard stayed, to be. Did she stay on the West Coast? Yeah, she stayed here with her mom. Yeah. And so yeah, that yeah. was that yeah, was part of life. Part of it, yeah. Yeah. It was like, okay, well, if I don't go for this, I'll never know. Yeah. Because I went and visited. 
I got to see your studio yeah. there. Yeah. I don't think you'd been there even that long. Oh, I got right there. to working. I, I I was. Um, it's a different mode for you than what I'd seen. Yeah. You know, you're like independent, which was new. Yeah. You know, that was really new. Yeah. 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 And was, the stuff you were doing was different. Yeah. For sure. You yeah. were painting. You were like working on canvas. Like really putting the brush to the canvas. Just walls or whatever. Mm -hmm. Or a computer. Of, you know. Yeah. Something different. I love it. I'm glad yeah. that it happened. I was afraid of it for a long time. And did you have like a show lined up, you know, to, you know, display the, the kind of new direction that you were going in in New York? Or did you just go to New York get a studio spot and just be like, let's see what happens. And then kind of got the ball rolling. Cause that's the thing. Like, right. I mean, the, the most recent thing that really stood out to me was the wet pain in Shanghai. Right. The show you did. Was that with Wayne? Yeah. The two of you guys. Yeah. Wayne came out with that. Yeah. For a that fucking crazy cultural event, more than just a show right. in Shanghai. Yes. But right. like it kind of started there in where was your studio in brooklyn it was like something it was like a gift from new york it felt like that's the thing it it redirected you yeah, yeah i was when i got out there i just went out there like you know like this is where my family's from oh right i forget that right right okay these are the streets they walked yes this is where they did business yep i'm out here to do business and it was Lineage. it was hazy it was hazy yeah. at first. It got real hazy between some relationships and friendships. Well, that's gonna happen in those transition times, especially when you move across the fucking country. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, but I there were people there on my side, and they made it possible for me to make that type of move. Right, right. That's cool. So you know. That's cool. So yeah. how how did things kind of come together in New York for you? Um, I mean, I was living off of old investments and, and, uh, taking money from that, you know, to yeah. kind of like hand to mouth. Yeah. Uh, I was working with one X run at the time doing print releases. Oh, cool. So like any money from that would be, help me keep my head above man, water. Posters has been my bread and butter money yeah. for years. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's a big business. I think if young people aren't taking advantage of making reproductions of their work, they're blowing it. Right. And shout out to my uh, my fiance Ali for moving mm -hmm. to New York and having my back. Ah, what? So where she did came, you meet her? She came out there and, and helped me survive. I thought you out met there. her out there. Did you meet her? I met her here. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, so I, I know she has family here. here and stuff. I just wasn't yeah. sure. I yeah. guess I met her in New York, and that's maybe why I yeah. associate her with New she, York. I, I mean, I was going through some crazy changes, and she was sure. along for the ride. She hit. Yeah. This, yeah. Huh. Yeah. I give it up to her. No. I've had those women in my life. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. That's cool. Good people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then you ended up having a baby with and her. And we have a new baby, Stella. How old is Stella? Stella is uh, going on a year now already. Yeah. Brand new. Brand. <laughs> it's Thank fun you, hanging out man. with her. <laughs> the whole crew, man. It's amazing. Your little posse. Yeah. I got a posse now. And it's yeah. like, it's good. Like, Girl I really, posse. Yeah. I, I really kicked ass with with uh you know doing designer cons or trying comic cons or doing readings with bunny kitty and created a little you, fan base you figured out how to make the bunny kitty uh profitable it took a while though I yeah like. you know i uh, 
my overhead, I always try to keep my overhead at a certain level, you know, so this like it's realistic. I want, you know? I want to talk about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I'm always saying that. Keep yeah. your overhead low. Yeah. You know, because if you're like yeah. thinking you're going to be some rap star with a bunch of Bugattis in your driveway from drawing. Uh, no, it's not that thing have, in our have, culture. Like yeah. you got you to gotta rap or sing to I'm, <laughs> fucking do that. You right. Know? I yeah. mean, I... I I have family that believes in what we do, so like sure. they make it, you know, I, you know, Ali's family makes it really easy for us to exist in San Diego. That's dope. While we build this out, yeah, yeah, you know, and that's what we've been doing. And, yeah. and I think wet paint is really the thing that kind of like. And how, when did put it out uh, the wet paint project start? I started grabbing signs and just not that long ago when I was living out there, probably like twenty, twenty. 14 and then I didn't paint it until around 2015 like the first series and you're talking about like the actual signs they put up in the subway yeah. when they paint over graffiti say, right right and then they'll put up the little it's like a white sign with red lettering that says wet paint yeah and a, what font is it do you know oh man it looks like a, a stretched like um, future of bold or something. yeah like very something close like that. to that maybe Maybe a, a some variation, a thinner version of it. Yeah, but in any case, it's just a public sign, right? Literally, just. But it's a beautiful sign. Wet paint, right? Yeah, but I no. Right. Again, yeah. I, I I love in the, the landscape. I love the quality yeah. of that. You know, I yeah. mean, as a graffiti writer, I feel like you're interacting with the signage and whatnot of the city, and you start to appreciate certain things. And there is this ironic quality to a wet paint yeah. sign to a graffiti writer knowing it probably it has covered, a story it was probably, probably a story well and also that little punk in you that's like i'm gonna take this so people get right. great paint on their coat yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. oh, fuckhead right. move. you I know I, I don't think i was you know i'm not the first person to paint on a wet paint sign no you know no i can't imagine you are i no. mean i would imagine even somebody like basquiat or warhol might have fucked with a wet paint sign uh-huh. you know what i mean yeah because they're yeah. looking at the streets in that way you know i saw something recently dr dax sent me a picture of a stay high Oh, I'm uh, one of those. From 2000s. That's fresh. Four, yeah. I think. Again. Well, because lots of graffiti writers say draw on the New York transit yeah. maps. And these Fonts. signs. Yeah, these, I've done it a yeah, few times. Right. But no one really kind of thought about grabbing it and altering it the way sure. we did the play with the well, characters. The you, and yeah, the, you really you know. turned it into a, a real thing. Yeah. You know, like an actual event, not just like a kind of a one-off little, oh yeah, I drew on one of those. Right. Like you've had right. artists, including myself, from all over the world, like <clears throat> uh, collaborate on the little it's, little it's, signs you and know, things and shown them all over the place too. It, it's been a, a blessing to work with all the sure. people that I've worked with. Uh, some of my, uh, my heroes. Yeah. You know, people I grew up and probably idolizing a their, way their styles, for you to you know? build your brand by connecting yeah. to these people yeah, yeah. doing these events how many wet paint events have you done now we've done five yeah yeah have you got we any did. planned coming up uh-huh we have some stuff what's going coming up? into 20, 2020 uh we have wet paint miami at miami? the at, okay. at the uh the uh, graffiti or no the museum of graffiti at the Museum of Graffiti. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's Al- Alan Kett. And, yeah. An and authority Mayor. on the matter. Uh-huh. Yeah. Quite a few heads involved with that That's one. That's rad. When is that? It's the first of its kind here in America. Um, that is That show will be this, no February 1st, but they're opening during Wynwood. 
during okay, the Art cool. Basel. So right. early December. That's cool. December 5th, I think, is the day. Okay. They're opening yeah, their yeah. doors. Early December in Miami. Uh-huh. So really, God. yeah, really excited about that. You know, I'm, Have I'm you glad done that, that before? Sometime. Have you gone to Art Basel? Yeah, man. I'm, when did you go? Oh, I've been a couple times. Me too. I think I did 05 and 06 maybe. I got, yeah, we got into trouble one year. Uh, Rhyme and I and, and Gory, we got, we what got happened? in trouble one time. Like, like police trouble? Yeah, yeah, we went to jail for one night. Just, oh God. Yeah. Was it, all right, tell me the fucking story. You open, the can, <laughs> you open it up, like, tell me the damn story. <laughs> it was minor. It was sure. minor. No, it was, it was Winwood. so there were a lot of tags on the street. And, you know, Rhyme and his funny, you know, uh, antics. Thought it he's would be a cool. real character. Like yeah. A, a straight comedian. Yeah, he's, a, yeah. you know, he is. And he, he thought it would be a good idea to kind of, it, it was a good idea. We thought it was kind of cool. We were like starting one drawing and then adding on to it. So like Gory okay. and yeah. Rhyme and I were doing Sounds like a this great down the combination block. of people to yeah. do that. We were taking people's tags and putting eyeballs in them and okay. giving them stick legs. It was all, Me. you know, we're just following. Having fun. Yeah. Following, following, and following. And then yeah. we got, you know. Yeah. Uh, some undercover approached us and then like some captain came in and he was yeah. like zero tolerance. It's like we're at a street art festival. Like it's yeah. like these businesses no, no. have graffiti all over. It's what's bring, bringing the, the value of this place up. Right. Is the graffiti writer, you know, like. No, no, they're not trying to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, we're, we're here to kind of like tell our stories. And no, that's it. So, yeah, I mean, we're. How did it go down? Were you doing that during the evening? Yeah, it was the evening. And then, it was dark. You know, they, How they, late? It was probably 10, 10.30. Yeah. yeah. Early for writing graffiti on the street. Yeah. I mean, I mean I, it was hot. Know, I mean, like, the block, the block, everybody was, was yeah. out there. No, that, I think that was the breaking in period. And you had to go to jail. We had to go to jail. Because yeah, now all, you can kind of do that. We were all shackled up. People we are into it. They'll stop and take pictures, take yeah. selfies with you spraying in the background, you know, shit like that. It was really it was really quick. You know, I was only yeah. in there for 18 hours, but it was a long 18 hours. Uh, oh, no. Allie, you know, she bailed me out. Uh, it took her 18 to hours to get me out. Yeah, she was there with us. I, I got arrested in New Mexico in 92. Yeah. And I spent the afternoon in jail and was released that evening. Yeah. It wasn't a big deal. I remember I did 75 hours community service. Oh, uh, yeah. What did you end up? You did. So no, you they were, dropped everything. They dropped everything. Yeah, they, were, they, they threw it out of court. They, they so dropped they just it. They kept you in jail. They're like, this is stupid. They're going to, they're fucking with you. The, well, well you know, just I just had to go through processing because right. there was a zero tolerance that night for yeah. graffiti on the street. Right. Right. That's how they were looking at it. Yeah. So, so that was good enough. You it was, a, it was long enough for the experience, but it was funny. It makes me think of, uh, of of drugs tvc mm-hmm. rest in peace yeah and him finding out at a at a tv meeting that i had gotten you know i had done a night in getting booked yeah and he was so stoked huh. he was like yeah man well, i'm so happy you got arrested you got a fl- a taste of it i was like you're crazy dude well <laughs> that's the thing i agree like i didn't i, I from how I was taught, you, you know, to get arrested was you lost the yeah. game. Yeah. And you're not you're not playing it good enough. You yeah. got caught. You yeah, know? it was nothing. And, yeah, you can be a maniac and just be obvious and get caught. Or you could be sly right. and not get caught right. and get over, over and over and over. Totally. You know? Which is the ideal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, when you get sloppy, that, that type of shit kind of happens. You kind of attract it. Yeah. 
But that's the only time you've been arrested. Yeah, I was cited on the freeway once when I was a kid, and that was uh, it. All the other times yeah. we got away. Oh, yeah. So you're one of those guys. You hear freeze and you run. Yeah, I'll run first. Yeah, I'll run at the. At the no, the, that's the thing. The, that's I'll get like something, like what's and I'm the, gone. What's the percentage? Just for of the, the sake of running and getting out of there, I'll, you know. That's what I'm saying, dude. Like, yeah. what percentage of the population fucking hears freeze and runs? <laughs> I mean, Ninety-nine out of a hundred, I think, are gonna get freeze. Get the fuck out. You know, but there's certain ones that are just like automatically like, oh, I'm out. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm out. And you're tall like me. You can run like a motherfucker. I was fast at one point. Have we ever gotten chased together? I don't think so. We got caught together in the Mooney, uh, in the tunnels with uh, Wayne that one time. We oh, got fuck. sighted by right. the by Remind the me of that occasion. I don't remember that. I don't know. We were just doing that. Like We had done that I spot a few the, times in our to the friendship tunnel. together. Yeah. Yeah. No, I used to be really mellow. Yeah. No, no problem. But oh, it was I chill. Yeah. I remember. And we were hiding. Right. We were like up against and he came down with the flashlight. Like, I know you're and he in saw here. you. Well, you guys just quit fucking around. Yeah. And then he might have got to me or Wayne. He did. I think he got and to you were like, Hi. And Wayne was yeah. just like, ah. Uh, right. And then he was just like, just get the fuck out of here. And, yeah. and we bounced. Well, he saw three grown men. Sure. You know, come out of the crevices of the tunnels. Sure. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. I forget about that shit sometimes. You know, we're not you know, 13. It's, it's, there's advantages to being big, especially in that game. Because right. even if I would be out tagging um, in a hoodie, you know, in San Francisco, right. people would cross the street to avoid me. Yeah, Straight well, up. you know. Yeah, just I'd see you pretty much take up the, the entire sidewalk in San well, it's Francisco. It's just one of those things. And you know, when you're writing, you're kind of. You're kind of looking around, but at the same time, you're walking like you know where you're going well, to. Yeah, you you're don't wanna, aware of your uh, surroundings. You don't want to look suspicious. You want to yeah. just look like you're trying to get to somewhere. You're just aware of your surroundings. And you're not trying to fuck around, right. and you're just, you're just boom, uh-huh. you know, but you're also trying not to get robbed. So you're mm-hmm. looking around, you know, but if a, you hit a, a crosswalk and you're like, uh, I'm going to let this, I'm going to wait for this green light and catch a tag right here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, and use your body to block what you're doing, shit like that. I mean, it it's really so takes a, it takes a certain individual to be, a, you know, to approach a wall and or something to do that. I forget. Yeah, I mean, the I forget you make. how people trip out on that. Like when yeah, we, I meet, because uh, to us, it's it's been our it's entire casual. life. It's yeah. like when I meet rappers, like, what and they're the like, "What are you talking about?" They're like, "Yo, man, you can just like walk up with a single spray can and write out any word, sick as fuck." Yeah. Like, that's crazy, dude. That's like fucking magic. And I'm like, yeah, but freestyling is magic to me. And they're like, yeah, but you know, you just get used to it. That's what you do. And I'm like, same, same for me, with dude. Us. Yeah. But it's cool when people can appreciate it, you know? Yeah. I noticed that, like, even with, uh, like, people that don't know anything about it, you know what I mean? And you invite them to, like, a wall jam or something where you're painting and right. they're like, Oh shit! I knew this was something you did, and I knew you were famous kind of for it. But to see you do it is just like, how the fuck are you doing that? Right. Like it looks like a it was painted with a brush, you right. know, or something. It's just so clean. Right. And you're just like, no, oh, no, it's all spray can, you know. But uh, it's yeah, like like you're saying, we we kind of take it for granted. Yeah. You know, it's been fun lately painting again. It was fun Good. painting with you the other day. Yeah. I mean, fuck. How many we've painted together pretty consistently over the years? Maybe not yeah. every year, but maybe every other year. I think I have a a giant yeah. Persuade flick stashed away somewhere. Yeah, something to add to the uh, files. Yeah, 
in weird places sometimes. Yeah, man. You know, did we ever do like Fashion Valley and we did Fashion Valley, Wino Valley? Was that another one? We was there probably, one called Wino Valley? Yeah, Wino Valley. I, I remember those spots. They were like that's a San Diego thing to Wino me. Wino Valley under was the east was east of Fashion Valley. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah. west of Fashion Valley. Right, where San Francisco and then made Padre Pits, Padre Pits. Oh yeah, yeah yeah. And you know, totally. Pretty much along the eight. But yeah, that's and do you take outlines to walls these days, or have you always? Um, I. I have, and then uh, I used to back in the day. Yeah, but I, I think I've freestyled the last fuck fifteen some years. I'll free. Like, I'd say like the pieces that I do are it's a toss up. It could be fifty fifty. It Depends. could be yeah. Like I'll put a structure there and I'll figure out. But the, you like the, to like sketch just outlines just casually and then be like, eh, maybe I should paint this one. Yeah. 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 I still practice at home. Yeah. I. I draw graffiti every once in a while. Yeah. It's like a thing where I'll draw like, I don't know, I'll do like 10 drawings around kind of graffiti, whatever. Mm -hmm. And then I'll be like, all right, that's enough. <laughs> I'll let that go. Right. You know. Right. Well, no, it's, gonna, good. Uh, it's good to have the outlines. And I, I don't know, yeah. I pay I pay my respects to, you know, the past that way. And you know, what I wanted to talk to you about was Europe. My history. Because aren't you in Stick oh, yeah. Up Kids? Yes. And that's a crew from where? That's from Germany. Right. It's Cantu's A list crew. fucking crew. So how the fuck yeah. did you get, I mean, San Diego, dude, how did you get hooked up in Europe? Because I feel like you were one of the first of my personal friends that got down with bomb-ass crews from Europe. Mm. Yeah. That was because I took my, the money I was making from the industry and booking a ticket. Uh, during those years when you were still and, on skateboarding. And going on tour with the uh. skaters. And, oh, you'd and go. While, oh, while so they you'd... went to go skate, I would hook up with the riders. That's fucking smart. Fresh. Yeah. Opportunities. Yeah. Yeah, graffiti writer mentality that, too. Like, that... oh, you guys can do your thing and yeah. then go to sleep, but I'm gonna stay up all night and go do trains. Right. And... That that <laughs> yeah. trip in '95 uh, with with some of the guys. Yeah, I went to Norway. I'm still friends with those guys. '95 is Gold pay too. There was a lot of festivals happening then, right? I started traveling all through the, uh, you know, from that point on, I would go to Europe, you know, multiple times a year. Yeah. I would go. That's what I thought. You know, I you think had so, real ties there. I think people thought that I, for a long time, and maybe even to this day, think that I may be European, you know, from sure. Europe. Sure. I mean. Well, I see the European influence in your style to this day, for mm -hmm. sure. Absolutely. Yeah, that's from, that's from going and, and seeing what they were, they were doing. And I mean, it was always The colors still. and the style, and it was like, the foundation was I can remember got in the early dope. 90s, we were seeing graffiti from magazines, probably that we were picking up at like Tower Records and shit, mm -hmm. um, European graffiti magazines. And we noticed that crews sometimes of three or four guys would uh, do, would each do their piece, and it, but it would have a consistent background and each piece would use the same color scheme. Yeah. So it really showed off the stylistic distinctions because they use the same color scheme. Right. And I remember my man agrees to call that European style. And sometimes we'd be about to do a wall and he would say, yo, maybe we should do this European style. And we'd be like, oh, damn, you want to go there? <laughs> Fuck yeah, let's do it. You know. And so European like style is, is, you're saying the colors all match? That's what we were picking up from that. Huh. was that there was a real consistency whereas yeah. we were just kind of doing our pieces next to each other right right 
and the European guys were doing them as connected things, right. as like units. Which, think, of course, I, then the New York guys, maybe around the same time, like bio, like like Tat's crew, those huge murals that uh, had tons of background and themes, and then yeah. the pieces were kind of small little parts of it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Well, you you, you want to talk about all all of that structure and how they were approaching the you know the Europeans at that time, and also you know the, yeah how you were know, they seeing it? But F F C crew right really first class first class man how they were putting their you know everything was kind of themed like they would rock the Bruce sure. Lee walls yes. You know, and they, they would FDA, have the sneaker wall. did that sometimes, FDA, too. Uh, in yeah. spray can art. IBM, FC. characters and things. Yeah. For, yeah. You know? But that idea F was FC, out there. FC was already doing it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I think there's something, too, where writers don't want to be told what colors to use. <laughs> <laughs> Some writers. So it's this crew thing Some writers. Just, yeah. to decide. Yeah. Like, like BA, I think, was a little different as a yeah. crew because it's we were brotherhood. staunch individuals and... Um, that that made it interesting. Yeah, it was like uh, I related it to like think skateboards because every deck that I did was different than the next, right? Yep. Very different in yep. subject matter and whatnot. Whereas yep. some companies like Chocolate, because they had Evan Hickox, mm -hmm. you know, kind of uh, overseeing that, it had this like cohesive look yeah. across a series right. or whatever, yeah. you know, and that worked for that them. feeling. You know, and a like lot of companies, I think, chocolate that. and Evan all Hecox, those girl yeah. companies, I Love think, that really uh, did that well. They did it so well. And maybe based off the back of the success of the World Industries decks, uh -huh. right? Uh -huh. You know, more skateboard bullshit. You can go back and back and back. I know <laughs> yeah. we're back and forth between all this sure. stuff. We're, we're old now, man. Yeah. We got a lot of stories. Totally, a lot of so stories to like share. Five more minutes. We'll talk a bit about the future. Like future. in the immediate future, you and I are off to LA on Friday to do a wall. We are. We're with painting a bunch with of some, A list writers. That's right. So, yeah. yeah, we'll be doing a wall this weekend with Montana. Montana Cans is sponsoring sure. it for us. Sure. And um, we're going to see some old friends, which is good. Yeah. Uh, do I need to bring like a big hat? You want to bring sleeves? a hat? You wear a long sleeve. Yeah, it's protect be one your of neck. Those sun, sun afternoon. If you have like you know, bring your bring your water. Southern California. It's gonna be hot. Yep. But we've been uh, jamming together. You've we, been kind of showing me how to slap the bass. Yeah, you know, um, I've always the music's still in me. So like this is it's still an outlet. I've yeah. I, I, I feel like you always had, and always are like really just into music and always. into. Music, you feel it, man. Yeah, music and walking, <laughs> like walking long distances. That's what I did a lot through my teenage years. Like I would walk. Oh, I love to go for long forever. walks. Yeah, and I'd like, walk all day. Yeah, in San Francisco and on acid. I would listen to my headphones, and I, I would did listen too. To, you I know, did too. these bands over and over again, like just yeah. break down what they were doing. So There's like, something to it's me in, about it's um, in me. walking in places that I've never been before. Yeah. And if you're in a city, yeah. I mean, it's as easy as just like. I don't know, just going to a new neighborhood yeah. and just cruising around. And yeah. I, like living here now for just a few weeks, I've been really enjoying, I'm, you know, just the discovery of every dumb little residential street. And I look at every house and yeah, I really yeah. try to soak it up, you know, because <laughs> right. it's new it's a, and it's inspiring to me. Good. I think that's maybe a big reason I get bored in certain places uh -huh, after a time. It's just like, I think I've sucked the juice out of this creatively uh -huh. for myself. San Diego's whatever you make of it. 
It is. You know, San Diego. Has San Diego a lot comes of, with a lot, though, too. Absolutely. It's got a real culture. That's oh man, uh, distinctive and different some than of the Los best, Angeles. Some of the best and, cultures, you know what here I mean. In San Diego, it's, absolutely. Uh, I'm learning more about it. It's this really wonderful fusion. Yeah. You know, I'm very international yeah. as a American city should be. Yeah, I think. peace to our you know, cousins in the north and the south. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. And the east and the west. And so our music project, over. Mike, man, uh, since you brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've just been jamming together. Uh, we've, yeah, it's Mike and fun. I, we jam together. I'm learning. I've never I, done that before. I, I, I showed him how to attack a string. Yep. Attack a string. Uh-huh. Attack it, Mike. Yep. Attack and it. And own it. From various directions. Yes. And yeah. so um, I look forward to making <laughs> some fucking kick-ass blood-based nah, we'll, we'll blood music we'll make some with interesting you. Yes, music we'll. for sure. I don't know yeah. if it'll be good, but yeah. it'll be interesting. Well, I, I, I think uh, I think it'll be good. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep the faith and yeah. say, yeah, it's gonna be rocking. That's cool. And uh, you know, oh, and like, you know, since moving to San Diego, mm. I knew I wanted to get a studio space separate from my home, and I also knew after isolating myself in Santa Fe that I wanted to share this space, and you were kind of the no-brainer to see if we could do this yeah and you ended up you you had looked at this place in miramar before I we were it. in about yeah. a thousand square foot warehouse yeah. with a big garage door and a little office right and uh we'll be here for at least the next year yep and that's a big deal i've never shared a studio with somebody um i've i've and, not i've done nothing but share studios with people oh that's cool and uh well, hopefully i don't drive you fucking i crazy. don't think so mike i i think by now i i i know you pretty well yeah i'm so happy that you're here in san diego with us no i'm glad to and, be here this uh, is fresh yeah man it's cool and we did this I interview people, now yeah i think it's people like are psyched to see you first around week in here first week into yeah our space i, I look cool. forward to to growing in this space and Doing yeah. some rad art with you and, oh, and we're already you know. doing that. Yeah, we're yeah, already yeah. on it. We're already painting. Well, thank you it's very crazy. much. I appreciate it. Thanks, Mike.